0: Love Talk Radio I'm going to a city That's said on a hill Its ruler and maker Is the Lord God above Oh, I'm going to a city And it's set on a hill And someday I'll be in heaven be no sorrow there. Oh, I'm going to the city and lie for a Square. Hello everybody.
1: God bless you. Today. Hopefully we'll get this show on the road here. We had a little bit of technical difficulties this afternoon at one, so I'm going to try now because we've got a great program for you, a very interesting program. There's so many things that are happening, and time is just flying by, isn't it? Here it is, September 11th, and of course we're remembering what happened 20 years ago, which devastated all of us. I think we were all in shock that day when we saw those buildings going down and i actually visited the site of the uh, september 11th event oh it was probably 5 or 6 years after it happened and you when you go there of course there was a big hole in the ground but it's just surrounded by buildings and you you couldn't even really believe that there wasn't more destruction than there was. It was a miracle that so many of the other buildings withstood what happened to the World Trade Center, but it was a devastating day, something that we hope we never see again, that's for sure. But anyway, I'm gonna do a sound check here just to make sure that we're on. Bear with me while I check the sound so that we can can, can do a sound check here just to make sure that we're on. Yeah, we're on. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I think probably what happened earlier today was there there must have been a lot of people trying to broadcast today on Blog Talk Radio, so the equipment wasn't working on their end and so I figured if I waited later i probably would have a better chance to get back on but anyway we're here and i just wanted to mention that if you wanted to read my book about paula white paula white heretic in the white house the miracle-selling huckster who became the spiritual advisor to the world's most powerful man It's on Amazon and the Kindle version will be available for free for the next five days. And if you don't have a Kindle reader, you can download a a Kindle app, a free one on Amazon, and then you can read the Kindle version. And if you ever want to read any other Kindle versions, you'll always have that app and you won't have to buy the actual Kindle, so that's available for you, and then of course, we have our book on seed faith, seed faith, can a man bribe god <laughs> we We know that's not true, but looking at I was looking at some videos, and there's one thing that you'll notice about false prophets and false teachers, and this is how I gauge whether or not I'm even going to pay attention to somebody that calls himself a Bible teacher. If they start with the scamming and and if they start with telling you that God's telling me that you have to give $100 or God's telling me you have to give $1,000 or it's a special time like they're celebrating a special time of the year now where you're collecting offerings and uh, the Day of Atonement, they're collecting. Well, Jesus never collected any Day of Atonement offering. So if he didn't do it, then nobody else should be doing it either. But if people do that, then just turn them off and go elsewhere for Bible teaching. Because if they don't have any integrity, really, how could you receive anything from them? And if more people would not listen to these people and would not support them, maybe they would go away. So I was listening to this one lady. We'll talk a little bit about her today, Lucy Rael, And she was discovered years ago being a fraud. She She claimed that blood was coming out of her palms. And then she was not allowed back into many of these word of faith churches after she was discovered. This was a long time ago that she got discovered, I think in the 1990s it might've been. And now I see she's back on the internet and she's, I saw some of her recent videos on YouTube. And of course she's doing the seed Faith scamming. So it works because people were going up there with their offerings and it's a sad sight to see when you see that kind of thing. It just you feel sorry for people. Like they're so desperate for uh, God to do something for them and yet they don't trust the fact that Jesus said, Ask and you shall receive. They don't trust that scripture for some reason and she's telling the people she says, Now, you're not buying a miracle. Well apparently That's something that they've heard from people, people like myself, and there's other people out there. We talk about it all the time. You don't have to buy a miracle. So now they're telling people, you don't have to buy a miracle, but you have to extend your faith and show God that you're really serious about wanting this thing. (laughs) But... We don't have to do those kind of things. And of course, Jesus never did those kind of things. He never took money to help somebody. And so if he never did something, like he never collected tithes, and if he never uh, collected Passover offerings and Day of Atonement offerings, then neither should anybody else. And we shouldn't believe that. So hopefully... More people will get the message, and they'll stop listening to and supporting these people because it's it's really a it brings a reproach to the cause of Christ, and it makes the church look foolish. And also, when unbelievers see this kind of thing, it it, it turns them off. I'm sure it does because they can see that they can see how silly it looks that people are going up and giving these sometimes these pre- preachers are very wealthy and they're giving these very wealthy people money so that they could pray for them. And it it doesn't make any sense, really. But for some reason, Christians are very gullible. <laughs> and, and these people know it. And they take advantage of, of people's needs and people's pain, which is an awful thing to do, especially if you call yourself a minister. So I doubt if most of these people are even saved because how, how can you have the Holy Spirit and you're not being convicted of your sin? The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. And these people don't even seem to be convicted of what they're doing. But I wouldn't want to uh, answer to God one day when he asks me what I did for him. And then he says, depart from me, I never knew you. I, I wouldn't want that to happen, but a lot of these people don't have any fear of God. But there was a, something that I saw yesterday that absolutely shocked me, and I couldn't believe it when I saw it. There, There's going to be tonight, and I think you could... Get in on the live stream if you actually wanted to watch it yourself, which I'm going to try to watch it because I want to get some audio from it. Not because I want to see President Trump, because I'm <laughs> I'm extremely disappointed in him anyway for his stand on using the uh, letting the vaccine companies use the aborted baby cells to test their products and even to develop their products it wasn't stopped and so now he goes and he's speaking at this rally tonight rally of hope with Mrs. Moon it's hard to believe but it's a good way to me it's a good way to lose any hope of getting the Christians to vote for him if he's going to run again because I certainly would never vote for him again and I'm sure many other people will feel the same way, especially after this because you don't go especially if you're claiming to be a Christian but of course we know who his so-called spiritual advisor is, Paula White and they just formed a new group called the National Faith Advisory Board and of course she's at the helm, they're saying, she's in charge. Well, what kind of advice could you get from this type of a woman that has no fear of the Lord and is a conning people. And also she goes to speak for this Mrs. Moon, who calls herself the only begotten daughter of God. And she claims that her husband was the Messiah. And I'll play I'll play some of these audios for you in a little bit, but What what would, why would President Trump, the former president, why would he want to go and at this kind of a rally? It's beyond belief. But to me, it just goes to show me where exactly where his spiritual condition is. And it's not in a good place, that's for sure. So, For anybody that would believe at this point that he's a Christian, no, he's not a Christian. No born-again Christian would ever go and participate in a rally and be a speaker for a woman like Mrs. Moon, who claims that she's the only begotten daughter of God, and they had to help God. God needed help because he couldn't. He was couldn't finish his work, so they had to, they have to help finish the work to bring salvation to the world, and unification and peace and love. It's really sick, so we have to be careful about uh, these politicians then that would try to use the church for their own political gain, but. I don't I don't I don't think that he'll even have a chance especially after this because it's going to turn a lot of Christians off when they see this and when they find out that this happened but like I said if you wanted to look at it they have a live stream and you could go to this website the Rally of Hope and they have uh something you can click on and you can get the live stream, I think it starts at eight thirty tonight, Eastern Standard Time. I think that's the time it starts, and there's quite a few speakers there's there's also there's been other speakers that have been there, like Pence went there at one point to speak for her, and Newt Gingrich and dan quayle and uh, the only reason, really, I think these men would go, one of the reasons is she probably pays them hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even a million dollars. Who knows? She has to pay them big money. They don't go for free. To uh, Could you imagine? It's just like sitting on a platform with Jim Jones. Remember Jim Jones, the cult leader, that back in 1978, he led over 900 people to drink Kool-Aid with cyanide in it? He also was a person that claimed to be God. And it's the same thing for uh, anybody, especially a person like Donald Trump to go and appear with a woman like this. He might as well be appearing with Jim Jones. It's just as bad. But anyway, let's let's play um start off with the scripture here. Matthew 24.
2: God referred to Jesus Christ as the only begotten Son when he was born 2,000 years ago.
1: Well, let's try this. That's not Matthew 24.
2: Chapter 24. Here we go. And Jesus went out of the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye... When ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noe were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noe entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch, therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Amen. That's it. We have to
1: be ready, because. We are living in some very strange times, to say the least. We're in the middle of this, the, the demon virus that keeps mutating, and uh, every week it's a different omega, and it's a mu, and it's a delta, and uh, I think people are are so weary of it, but we never thought we were going to see anything like this that's for sure our all our lives have been affected by this devil virus and then we have the political situation where we see our country just falling apart and we can't even believe what we're seeing when uh, american citizens are left in a foreign country and they're not rescued by their own country we we, we never saw really saw things like that and then they leave $80 billion worth of war equipment to our enemy, that they may use it against us one day. You you can't believe what we're seeing, but it reminded me today that we can't trust in worldly political systems. God has his own government, and we have to keep our eyes on Jesus and put our faith and trust in Jesus because we for sure can't trust politicians because they're liable to do anything. And you can't trust worldly governments because they're liable to do anything too. So no matter what we have to go through and we don't really know exactly what we're going to have to go through in the days ahead, we never thought we would be going through this, what we're seeing. So, we just have to be prepared, and we can't look for some political figure to rescue us and, and to be our savior. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know? It's not going to happen. But it's all leading up to the Antichrist coming on the scene, and we can see it. We we just can see it. The handwriting is on the wall, so we have to be ready And we have to stay close to the Lord and and stay in his word. That's all we can do. But I want to play these clips. Here's one clip here from uh, a biography that was done. And it's on YouTube about the life of Mrs. Moon. And her name is Hawk Ja Moon. And it's about her life. And the the music and everything, it's, it's kind of creepy, the way they talk about her, but here's a clip here.
3: Mrs. Moon is actively seeking to substantially realize the founding spirit of the Woman's Federation, which is establishing the peaceful world and sound society through creating the families of true love upon the foundation of maternal love. Centering on the Woman's Federation, Mrs. Moon, from 1992 to 1995, declared the world that the coming Messiah who will save the world is Reverend Moon. What kind of God's purpose of creation, the providence of salvation, and the secrets behind the human fall, which was the start of the sinful world? What kind of being is God, and where does the history lead? The words of the Holy Testimony reveal the secrets hidden in the Old and New Testament. Their powerful words created a great ripple of reaction. Their words contain the path, the truth, and the true life and the love of God. Mrs. Moon still travels the world with her burning desire to continue saving people until every last suffering person on the earth is saved. The pains of the providence are infused in every single word and pause. The truth that the true peace begins from family, that the family overflowing with absolute faith and love is the origin of peace and happiness. Those words give hope and inspiration that resonates within the soul, changes societies and renews the world. When she was at a place where she could not be with her husband, Mrs. Moon was showered with the grace of heaven and earth. After the year 2000, Reverend and Mrs. Moon accelerated their march on the course to substantiate the establishment of Chon Il Guk, God's heavenly kingdom on earth. For this, they toured 120 nations in 2005 after founding the Universal Peace Federation, The most sincerity. The sincerity for the world of peace and the salvation of humanity, the path of will, which she endured with iron will in order to liberate God, who is shackled by the chains of pain and sorrow. The heart of anyone who is touched by her endless love that continues to flow is filled with hope.
1: Well, that's pretty shocking in itself, because here's the woman that President Trump will appear with tonight, as far as he, he'll appear. Yeah, it's all... Going to be live stream, but it's going to be on video, and he's going to appear with this woman who just you just heard. She claimed her husband was the Messiah, and that she had they had to liberate God because God was shackled. Yeah, God was shackled, and these two people had to liberate God. And you no, know, she's the savior. So it's a sad day. It's a sad day for uh, Mr. Trump, that's for sure. But here's another clip.
4: Long cherished dream of God and humanity.
2: In the shoes of a servant with the heart of the parents.
4: Shedding sweat for earth, tears for humanity, and blood for heaven. The man who has spent his entire life for God's home
2: life, Reverend
0: Sun Young Moon.
2: Reverend Moon is now revered as the true parent to humanity, the savior to the world, the king of peace of the cosmos, and the model saint before heaven.
3: Him, there would be no Washington times, and I think it's appropriate that we pay our respects to him. I respect Reverend Moon with all my heart. I wish for God's will to be fulfilled.
2: The activities of Reverend Moon is a very important. I think that uh, Father and Moon stands as a great example
4: of the unity of the family.. 출발했던 하늘길이었습니다. 해고해 보면 본인의 삶은 참으로 외롭고 고독한 외길의 일생이었음을 고백하지 아니할 수 없습니다.
2: the 3.1 Korean independence movement. Reverend Moon was born in Jungju of Pyongyang, Bokdo, on January 6, 1920.
3: Reverend Moon was a boy full of
2: curiosity. He befriended nature, spending his days roaming the mountains and rivers. He was also quite mature, always thinking of others before himself.
1: How do people get like that? Now, can you imagine, here's a man and a woman, and they're married, and then they wake up one day and he says, I'm the Messiah, I'm the Savior of the world. And she says, I'm the only begotten daughter of God. And they both claim now that they've been born without original sin. Well, there's only been one person that ever walked the earth that was born without sin. And we know who that is. That's Jesus Christ. There's no, There's nobody else. So obviously, these people are suffering from some kind of delusion. Well, they have millions of followers. They, When they do these conferences, when they used to do them live anyway, they... There was thousands, tens of thousands of people in the building, and elaborate sets and flowers, and they spare no expense. They're extremely wealthy. They they owned the Washington Times at one time, and of course it, it was a newspaper that they used for their own purposes, and they have a big facility in Korea where people can go and be trained but these people are delusional and there's really when you when you listen to this woman there's nothing that's tremendously charismatic about the way she speaks or anything i don't know how how it is that they manage to mesmerize the vast number of people that they do to join this cult and it's a cult it's of the worst kind, of the worst kind. It, 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 even Jim Jones, at one point, it wasn't even known. It wasn't widely known because, of course, back then they didn't have the internet in the 1970s. But he had a church out in California. It wasn't uh, widely known that he was saying that he was God. So now we have the internet and they these people come right out and say who who they who they think they are anyway they're going to be in for a rude awakening when they wake up uh, Mr. Moon died and they have his body they mummified his body and it's in a glass enclosure and people go and they visit his body and they bow down to it oh and and to think that here's president Trump appearing tonight alongside this woman it's it's something that you just couldn't believe but to me it's like she's letting it all hang out you know? <laughs> and for christians when we see something like that we have to say no i'm not i'm not having any part of it no absolutely not but i'm going to play uh, clips here of jim jones the cult leader and you'll hear him talk about going to Washington and, and at one time he did. He went to Washington. He was he was eating with Jimmy Carter's wife and he was meeting with Jimmy Carter's sister and he was meeting with this person and that person. He was very involved in politics and he also had these feeding programs. Oh, he was feeding people back in California and, and people were living communally and everybody was sharing things, and, and uh, that's another thing a lot of these false prophets and false teachers like to use, that call themselves Christians anyway, is look, we have a feeding program, and we love to clothe, pe- clothe people, and we love to uh, make sure people are fed, and, and uh, we're giving away furniture, and we're doing all these wonderful things. Well, that's not a sign that their Christianity is real. They use it mainly for fundraising because people like to give money to uh, these organizations when they think that they're helping somebody else. So they use it as a fundraiser and they also use it as a way for you to think that they're a wonderful person. Look at all the good things they're doing. Well, Jim Jones did the same thing. So does Mrs. Moon. So does she feed people and, uh, they go around and they try to educate people and they have all these programs too. But it's a dangerous, these people are dangerous, very dangerous. And none of our politicians should be participating with this woman. Anyway, here's Jim Jones.
4: You may be seated. The only sanctuary there is in these uncertain times is with people who love God. Income In our church, or if you have too little income, we all, we have 70 different homes in which we all live as it was on the day of Pentecost. We well,
5: all
1: share
4: and have all things common. If somebody only
1: has $50, and somebody and makes 400 We
4: share and we all eat as they did and was revealed in the church on the apostolic day. I'm talking about big apartment buildings. You may be seated only sanctuary there is in these uncertain times is with people who love God and God is principle. It is written God is love and love then must be God. It said whosoever loveth is born of God and knoweth God. This nation is indeed a sick nation perishing by the moment. I'm the chairman of the San Francisco Housing Authority and chairman of the commission on housing just come back from Washington if anything would make you depressed if anything would give you the heavy heart that Jesus had on his way to Golgotha he didn't know a little bit about it because he said we had to go through the things that he went through he said we had to be made perfect even as he was perfect he learned perfection he was made perfect through suffering he said when I go away these things shall you do but greater, greater suffering, greater miracles, everything greater. That's what he said. Not only the same things shall you do, but the same things and greater. When they took him away, he said, for what good work do you take me away? They said, for no good work, but because you being a man, make yourself God. He said, it's written, oh generation, foolish generation, it's written, ye all are God's. 2,000 years later, we're still struggling with what Jesus tried to reveal to people's hearts. Today, having met with the leaders of this country, and in a short time we'll be meeting with the sister of President Carter, because his wife asked me to meet. I dined with Mrs. Carter a few few weeks ago, and got to know a little bit about her as an individual. Enough to know this, that no matter what her intentions they don't know how to cope with the problems that we are faced with in our land today. And such misery as they feel that you don't ever hear that the sister, Mrs. Stapleton, you know, you read about her and her concern about healing matters, that the wife of the president said, Go out and see Reverend Jim Jones, because he has the answer. And I thought, Yes, yes, we have an answer. But if if people will listen we have an answer most people are not prepared to listen so it's doubtful whether you're going to have anybody respond because they won't listen to the answer i had an hour and a half with her i dined with her because not because i'm anything because we have a lot of people we have a lot of people because we take care of our people and that's the commandment it said bear one another's burdens Said, ministers of the necessities of all the saints or all the believers, said take care first of the household of the faith. So in our church there are all of these wonderful ministries, ministries, beautiful convalescent homes and beautiful children's homes, and lovely, lovely centers for our aged and legal services free and free medical clinic and free physical therapy where we have jacuzzi baths and ultrasonic treatment. To, not only do we depend upon faith. And faith does things in our temple I've never seen in my life because I've never known a people that can live to the degree that we are able to say that we've never had one die in our assemblies that have not been raised from the dead. I've never known such a testimony, not in any time or any hour, except that which I read about in former days. I have never been in a place where nobody can die in the presence of the living God. So there's no question about faith. But faith without works is dead. Faith that doesn't work is dead, and faith without works is dead. So you have to indeed put some legs on all of your faith and all of your prayers and all of your meditations and all of your worship. There have to be legs on those prayers. And we have those legs to a degree. We have beautiful children's homes on the most lovely acreage that you'll ever see in America in California. And the most beautiful, as I said, physical therapy, equipment and facilities and medical facilities. And we feed our people and we live together as they did on the day of Pentecost. But you don't
0: have- Yeah.
1: They live together. Yeah, that's Jim Jones. And uh, that's the guy that led 900, over 900 people to drink cyanide-laced Kool-Aid. And they did it. They did it. I'm not sure exactly which... Um, audio played first because we lost our connection so I'm going to try to play another audio by Jim Jones and uh, I'll see if it's the same I have three of these audios so let's try you may be
4: seated the only sanctuary there is in these uncertain times is with people who love God and God is principle it is written God is love and love then must be God. He said, Whosoever loveth is born of God and knoweth God. But this nation is indeed a sick nation perishing by the moment. I'm the chairman of the San Francisco Housing Authority, chairman of the Commission on Housing. Just come back from Washington. If anything would make you depressed, if anything would give you the heavy heart That Jesus had on his way to Golgotha. He didn't know a little bit about it because he said we had to go through the things that he went through. He said we had to be made perfect even as he was perfect. He learned perfection. He was made perfect through suffering. He said when I go away these things shall you do but greater. Greater suffering, greater miracles, everything greater. That's what he said. Not only the same things shall you do, but the same things and greater. When they took him away, he said, for what good work do you take me away? They said, for no good work, but because you being a man, make yourself, God. He said, it's written, O generation, foolish generation, it's written, ye all are gods. Two thousand years later, we're still struggling with what Jesus tried to reveal to people's hearts. Today having met with the leaders of this country. And in a short time, we'll be meeting with the sister of President Carter because his wife asked me to meet. I dined with Mrs. Carter a few few weeks ago and got to know a little bit about her as an individual. Enough to know this, that no matter what her intentions, they don't know how to cope with the problems that we are faced with in our land today. And... Such misery as they feel that you don't ever hear that the sister, Mrs. Stapleton, you know you read about her and her concern about healing matters, that the wife of the president said, Go out and see Reverend Jim Jones, because he has the answer. And I thought, Yes, yes, we have an answer. But if if people will listen, we have an answer. Most people are not prepared to listen, so It's doubtful whether you're going to have anybody respond because they won't listen to the answer. I had an hour and a half with her. I dined with her because, not because I'm anything, because we have a lot of people. We have a lot of people because we take care of our people. And that's the commandment. It said, bear one another's burdens. It said, minister to the necessities of all the saints or all the believers that take care first of the household of the faith. So in our church, there are all of these wonderful ministries, ministries, beautiful convalescent homes, and beautiful children's homes, and lovely, lovely centers for our aged, and legal services free, and free medical clinic, and free physical therapy where we have jacuzzi baths, and ultrasonic
1: treatment. To, not only do we depend upon... <laughs> you know, it's kind of a sign of the times, isn't it? Because... They'll say, somebody like President Trump might say, go talk to Paula White. You know, she's the head of my my spiritual advisor and the head of my faith advisory board. Just like Rosalind Carter, Jimmy Carter's wife at the time, said, go talk to Jim Jones, you know. Yeah, Jim Jones. So he was a deceiver, and he claimed to be God, too. And he had all these programs, and of course, yeah, he said he was the head of the housing authority there in California, but this is how they wound up.
6: The Tonight Show and The Tomorrow Show will each begin one half hour later than usual, so that we may bring you the following NBC News special report. James Warren Jones, better known as the Reverend Jim Jones. To some, he was a powerful spiritual leader, a good man. At various times, he said he was the reincarnation of Christ and Lenin. His 19-year-old son, Stephen, now sees him this way.
1: I, I hate this man
6: for doing what he's done because he has destroyed everything I've looked for. NBC News reports Jonestown, November 1978. How could it happen? In New York, here is NBC News correspondent Edwin Newman. Good evening now four days since five Americans were shot down by other Americans on the airstrip at Port Kaituma, Guyana. One of the dead was Representative Leo Ryan of California. Two were NBC newsmen, correspondent Don Harris and cameraman Bob Brown. They had gone to investigate a cult called the People's Temple, headed by a man known as the Reverend Jim Jones, and they were killed by members of that cult. Appalling as that was, it did not prepare us for what was to follow. 400 suicides and killings, one of the most astonishing stories of our time, perhaps of any time. Today, there have been these developments. The Guyanese government charged an associate of Jim Jones with the five airstrip murders. The first batches of the 409 bodies that were strewn about the People's Temple village in Jonestown, Guyana, were flown out. The search continued for People's Temple members who ran off into the jungle rather than swallow cyanide. And in many parts of the world, the comment was made that the horrible events in Guyana were a reflection of American society. This is what Jonestown looked like yesterday when a group of American airmen arrived there. The airmen wandered about at first, so stunned by what they saw that they were unable to begin identifying and removing the bodies. This morning, most of the bodies still were on the ground, clustered about the tin-roofed main building of the village. At Georgetown, Air Force star transport planes began unloading were carrying helicopters to fly out the bodies and to search for People's Temple members believed to be hiding in the tropical rainforest surrounding Jonestown. The helicopters carried American jungle experts and a grave's registration detail. At the courthouse in Georgetown, a man named Larry Layton was formally charged with the murders of Congressman Ryan and the four others killed at the Port Kaituma airstrip. Two other members of the People's Temple have been arrested, but they were not charged today. The government of Guyana did not explain why. The penalty for first-degree murder in Guyana is death by hanging. What prompted Representative Leo Ryan to go to Jonestown in the first place was an appeal from a friend whose son, daughter-in-law, and grandchildren were members of the People's Temple. A defector told NBC's Don Harris two weeks ago that children often were beaten with paddles and then forced to thank Jim Jones for the beatings. Followers of Jim Jones told Harris that there were no beatings and there was nothing to prevent people from leaving whenever they wanted to.
1: was a very, very dangerous person who masqueraded as a Christian, and we see that so much today. And uh, you see a person like Paula White, who I see as a cult leader, who claims that she's going to build a city But God didn't call us to build cities. We already live in cities. We don't need to be building cities. And uh, for what reason? There's no other reason except trying to raise funds where uh, the woman's been claiming for 11 years that she's going to pave her parking lot, which she hasn't even paved her parking lot yet there. So she's going to build a city. God didn't call us to build cities. Jim Jones wanted to escape to Guyana, which he had all these people. Actually, they claimed that on this news report that there was 400 dead, but they later found out there was over 900 people that laid down and drank cyanide with their husbands and their wives and their children. And uh, he went there to build a city. But it it doesn't work. It, It doesn't work. So... It was a real tragedy, but that's what happens when political leaders cozy up to these cult leaders, and then it's very, very dangerous because you should never give credibility to people. When you appear with people, for instance, if I would go and I would appear on TBN, well, if I went to TBN, which I'll never do, of course, I'll never be invited anyway, but if I went to TBN, I would then... Forever be associated with them. Well, look, she talks about con artist preachers and whatever, and yet she goes to TBN. Or if I went on the on Daystar Network, then I would forever be associated with Marcus and Joni Lamb, and I wouldn't want to be associated with them either. They're two scam artists, too. So it's a very dangerous thing then when a political leaders cozy up to people like Mrs. Moon. There's no reason for it. There's absolutely no reason why you should ever appear on a platform with a woman like this. You give then you give the person credibility. It's the same thing with Paula White. Her church was fall, basically falling apart. They had thousands of members when she first took it over after Zachary Timms died, but she managed to clean the place out. I went there twice, and if she had four or five hundred people in the building. That was about what she had. And then the pandemic came and then the place was really cleaned out. But because of President Trump, there's more people that have come there, white people, and probably more Republicans have gone there because he gave her credibility where she basically didn't have any credibility after her her two churches were bulldozed, the one in Lakeland and the one in Tampa. And then the one in Tampa went bankrupt and her and Randy got divorced. So she basically lost all credibility. Then President Trump picks her for some ungodly reason to be his spiritual advisor, figure that one out, and gives her credibility. And because of that, there's many, many people that are being led astray by going to her church. So you have to be careful who you appear with, who you're, associated with because you could cause somebody else to stumble. And also these people that are in this cult with Mrs. Moon for these political figures, especially for an ex president of the United States to appear. And maybe some of these people were thinking about leaving, but then you go and you give, you give this person credibility it's just absolutely shocking, absolutely shocking. So we have to be very, very careful in the day, in the times that we're in because people are desperate. You see how desperate people are for entertainment where they're going and they're filling up the stadiums. They just want to go out and they want to have a good time because they've just been cooped up and uh, they want their freedom back. And so you see that people are so desperate for companionship and to go out to eat or to go on vacations and and different things when this virus is still out there and it's still hurting people. But it's the same thing when people are looking for church fellowships. They're looking for friends. And uh, they like the feeling of a church service, the music and the preaching and that that kind of thing. But they're being then some people are being led astray to go to these these uh, church buildings and listen to these people that have no love for God. You can't love God and not love His people. You have to love His people, and you have to be honest with God's people. You can't be a con artist and take advantage of people's pain, like most of these televangelists do so it's very very shocking I'm going to pay, play this last clip I'm not sure if this clip played from Jim Jones but I'm going to play it anyway have any
4: income in our church or if you have too little income we all we have 70 different homes in which we all live as it was on the day of Pentecost we all share and have all things common if somebody only has $50 and somebody else makes 400 we share and we all on the apostolic day. I'm talking about big apartment buildings, big homes, not just 70 little houses. I'm talking about a great senior citizen complex of 33 apartments, just to name one. Say, what does it mean to have all things common? It means you don't have to worry anymore. It means when all people are one family as they were when the church was in, conceived and was in inception on the day of Pentecost, when you are together as one, you don't have to worry anymore. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry, have to worry no more. Because when God, and God is a principle, God is love, and love cannot be It's not something you just feel on Tuesday night or Monday night in a shouting meeting. It's not something you feel when you clap your hands and dance. But love is a principle. It works like it does in a family. You, You couldn't know love in a family if the father of the family or the mother of the family had a nicer bedroom than the children and had more to eat than the children. But if it's truly love, then everyone in that house, they all hold everything in common. You don't say in your house that it's your living room. You say it's our living room. Praise His name. Praise His holy name. I'm talking about God. I know God, so I praise His holy name. When you know Him, it's not just some feeling, but it's a principle. It's an idea. It's a government. It says the government is upon His shoulders. Until that government, there is no end. They want a solution in America today. And I listen to them talk about 60 million Americans about to lose their homes. I listen to 80% of the black people that owned property in 1945 have either lost it or it's going into receivership in the mortgage banks. I listen to 15 million people that are starving to death. I didn't hear it from some newspaper. I heard it from the heads of the government of the United States today. Because I just come in from Washington, just flew in on the plane from the conference with the top-notch leaders. I listened to them talk about planned takeovers. I listened to them to talk about it like it was just an ordinary Sunday school picnic. And you don't have to be very off to realize it's in your newspapers. Task Force Warrants nation to get ready for riots and to get ready for martial law and to get ready for concentration camps. This is in the Hearst Press just this week. Get ready for identification marks to be put on your body and an identification number even necessary, tattooed on you like the, our corporations have done in the Union of South Africa. You say, oh, America wouldn't do that. Don't talk to me about what America would not do. We're doing it in Union of South Africa. We rule that country now. Ford and all those DuPonts and rockefeller they're running the Union of South Africa, and our black and brown and poor people cannot even be out after after sundown, and there's a tattoo on their arm, and if they don't show that tattoo, they go to jail. And it's not only that. Not only that, friend. Five and a half million in Union of South Africa last year, 1976, were sent out to the concentration camps of the Bangku region to die because there's not enough food. And you can look on your TV if you've been looking, but some people are looking at everything but what the truth ought to be. It'll show tears, great lines of graveyards where our babies, brown and black babies, are dying in the Union of South Africa. So what's that got to do with us? Because the same corporations that rule this country, the same megalomaniacs, the same elitists, the same ruling class, Ford, DuPont, Chrysler, General Motors, they're running the show over there. And if they will do that to our people over there, they'll do it here when the trouble comes.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he was the savior. He was, he was the savior. He said, I know God. Yeah, because he he said he was God. Yeah, but you see... Very uh, persuasive preaching, very persuasive. And he loves to throw scripture out there, but he didn't believe a word of it. He didn't believe a word of it. He was a reprobate, a total reprobate. He was immoral with men and women, and it was overlooked. We should never overlook immorality in our leadership, ever. But it was overlooked there. And people started to overlook little things, and so it got out of hand, and it's the same way in any ministry or any church here. We can't overlook these kind of things within leadership because if you do, and then these these people they go crazy with their power, and they don't want to give up their great job. The uh, most people are getting a pretty good salary in ministry. Well, pastors who are collecting 10%, most of them get a pretty good income if they have 100 people or 200 people or whatever. And they're not going to give up those jobs. So we we have hirelings that they just work for money. And uh, I, I believe people in the ministry should be paid. Of course, they should be paid. They're working, so they should be paid. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong if they want to take up an offering for their ministry. There's nothing wrong with that. But you don't go into the ministry to uh, acquire wealth. You go into the ministry because you love God and you want to help people. That's the main reason why you should go. And also, God never, uh, there's nothing wrong with nationalism, with a country having borders and to to have a feeling that this is my country. And just like at the Tower of Babel, God confused the languages. He didn't want all people to be one, which these cult leaders, especially, they love to talk about the world becoming one. And uh, no, that's not the way it's supposed to be. Otherwise, God wouldn't have. He would let everybody have the same language, but he didn't. He wanted people to be different. So be careful of these preachers, these with their pipe dreams of this great America that they're going to build and it's going to be the seven mountain mandate and the Christians are going to take over. They're going to get the wealth of the wicked and they're going to take over. Well, it's not going to happen. (laughs) It's not going to happen. We see everything falling apart around us. Well, who do you think is going to rescue the world system? It's not going to be God because we know what the Bible predicts about the end times so God's not going to come and uh, save the world system the world systems of governments the evil wicked political systems You you, can, you see how politicians act you never know what they're going to do to get a vote you just don't know just when you think that this might be an okay person then they they do the most outrageous things. And you say to yourself, you, know, you can't trust a politician. Just like you can't trust a church politician. You can't trust uh, Christian politicians as far as people in ministry when they start playing politics. You can't trust them. Oh, no. So, you see the example. And that's why I played these clips from Jim Jones because I want to, to uh demonstrate to you these people are charismatic they can quote scripture they can even seem like they're christians and they're doing good works, and they're building cities they've got apartment buildings and they've got medical clinics and they've got all these things but they don't know god they don't really know jesus christ and they're going to fool you and we don't want to be fooled, especially in the times we're living in. We just have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves because we are in dangerous times for sure as far as the body of Christ and we need Jesus now more than ever. So Jesus is my king. (laughs) I like it that way. I like it better. I know I can trust him. I can trust. Yeah. Earthly politicians, no. I never thought I was going to see the day that I was going to see Donald Trump on a, uh, at a rally with Mrs. Moon. No, I never thought I was going to see that day. I was absolutely shocked when I saw his picture on the bill. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But you see where things are going. You, you just see where things are going so you say, yeah, now I can understand it because Jesus said perilous times would come, and we were going to see all kinds of things that we never thought we were going to see. But we have to see them. We have to. We have to be able to discern and not follow people when they when this when these kind of things happen. Then we know no, we're not. That's it. We're not following these people anymore. We're not voting for these kind of people, or uh, no. I have to be able to vote if I I'm, if I'm ever going to vote for a, a candidate again that the person is solid and it ha it has my values especially when it comes to abortion and uh the way they feel about how these children are treated so it's a, it's kind of a wake-up call, really, but I'm, I think in a way it's a good thing that we can see these kind of things and we see the direction things are going and uh, stand strong in the Lord and put all of our trust in the Lord because we know that things are falling apart around us as far as what's happening in the country, so and we're all feeling it. I think we're, we all felt it after what happened in Afghanistan and And uh, the way things were handled and the way things are being handled with the vaccines. And it's it's really up to people. Then you don't necessarily catch the virus from someone that's unvaccinated. You can catch it from a vaccinated person. And that's not a conspiracy theory. You can read the reports coming out of Israel. 80% of their population is vaccinated, yet they're having the worst outbreak there and vaccinated people are dying and they're they're giving the virus to other people. So there's just so many mutations of this thing and it's outsmarting the uh, vaccination. So don't discriminate against people because they don't want a vaccine. It's really up to them. And then to take the proper precautions so that they don't hurt anybody else. But the, the vaccine doesn't give you 100% protection either. So I want you to get angry at people because they're not vaccinated. The the real people that you're supposed to be angry at are who who did this? (laughs) They they always try to uh, make you look in a different direction so they don't look at the real problems. So they try to cause strife over here. Get mad at this person. Get mad at that person. No. Who did this? That's the people that we should be angry at. And those are the people that should be arrested and they should be found out who did this. Amen. Amen. But I wanted to also talk a little bit today. A friend of mine the other day was uh, saying something to me about gold dust. Oh, when uh, gold dust started... The sky, or from when people were in church, gold dust was coming on them. Now, what in the grand scheme of things, what in the world would that have to do with anything, really? I don't ever remember Jesus going around and spreading gold dust on people. I ever remember him going around and leaving diamonds and sapphires, and somebody made And I thought it was great because these people claim that these diamonds are appearing on people's Bibles, and and then they're taking. The person said, "Well, if they if there was all these diamonds and all these jewels appearing in these services, why don't they just take the diamonds? They don't have to make up an offering." (laughs) Well, you know that's not happening. Please, it's just like.
7: go ahead and be seated. stay in his presence. The в его присутствии. The gold represents the deity of God. Золото это uh, uh, означает святость Бога. And it represents the prosperity of God. И также, uh, прорыв и, uh, от Бога, The Bible speaks about Библия говорит, 333 times. 333 раза о золоте. Hallelujah, hallelujah. His presence is here. Его присутствие здесь, Why don't you just lift up your hands Поднимите свои руки и начинайте прославлять его. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You, Мы прославляем имя Господа. We thank you. Jesus. Благодарим we thank you, Jesus. Тебя. Спасибо, отец. Pastor the angel of prosperity is in this place. Пастор, ангел процветания здесь в этом месте сегодня I see the angel of prosperity walking in this place. Я Many times I've seen this angel of prosperity. I'm going to put that right there. Just worship
5: the
7: Lord. его. Just Прославляйте Господа. Я видела, как ты проставляла Господа, uh, really в Сильно проставляла Господа. Beautifully cut little diamond. Маленький Мы его назад. Yeah, that's, that's her. We're gonna back to her. Мы отдадим ей потом. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you reached over the Lord told me to tell you not yet. Ты, э, сказал, but now he just gave me the green light. Он, and he told me because Что это прославьте его. Hallelujah. 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 We, thank you, Hallelujah. we thank you Lord. Благодарим тебя, отец. Thank you cheese